Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, we're back. Uh, John Katzmatidis here and uh, uh, Congressman Peter King. And the show's called The King and I. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty good. And, it sounds and good. It, it, we're, we're temporarily for one day on Yom Kippur uh, taking over from Bernie and Sid. And, um, yeah, Bernie is home uh, uh, again. Not in drawing back, you know, worshiping on, on, on Yom Kippur. He's observing Yom Kippur. And Bernie, of course, is, you know, is fighting back from prostate cancer. Two great guys. Sid observing Yom Kippur. Bernie, uh, you know, really doing the tough fight, tough, courageous fight. Two great guys. Best uh, show on, on radio, except for Cats at Night. And uh, so here we are this morning, John. And uh, calling in right now, we have our in-house WABC in-house genius, uh, he knows a, a lot about science and knows a lot about life and a lot about medicine. Uh, Dr. Peter Mihalos, uh, doctor, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, John. And, uh, as you just said, health is so important and, uh, early detection of cancer is so important. And this month is breast cancer awareness month. So to all our listeners out there, because so many people missed their annual, uh, physicals, their mammograms their colonoscopies, their pap smear tests. We remind people that this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and for women who are 40 and over to please go and get your mammograms because early detection is so important with all types of cancer. And uh, if you have any of the risk factors like early uh, menstruation, if you're overweight, if you have five or more alcoholic beverages a week, that's associated with... uh, breast cancer. So we encourage people to get their mammograms. Also, women who have dense breasts are higher risk. And uh, there are tests that you can do. The mammography now is very low radiation. And then if they suspect the cyst, they also have ultrasound. And there's also MRI, which is another modality that works for uh, detecting breast cancers. And uh, there are other things you can do also. Dr. Miklos, this is Pete King. Let me just say that I agree with everything you've said. My mother uh, had breast cancer. She was diagnosed early and went on to live a very healthy 20 years after that into her 90s. And my daughter, uh, who was only in her mid-40s at the time, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Apparently, it was caught at the earliest possible stage. Uh, she's now four years out, everything clear, but she still goes in every three months for the checkups. But you're right. And uh, neither one of them had any symptoms, any signs at all. And yet it was uh, in the annual uh, physical with the mammogram, it was detected in both cases. And uh, I've known any number of other women who have been in that situation. And absolutely. And there's even blood tests now, as we've talked about on WABC. There's the gallery test by Grail, which is a blood test you can do, and it can spot 50 cancers in the earliest stages. I just heard about another case of someone who I recommended to go get the test, and they found out they had a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which would have never been picked up. They had no symptoms, but now they're going to get treatment, and they'll get the help that they need. Another person who thought they were fine and found out they had a bladder cancer, and they looked up into their bladder. They found a little tiny spot in the earliest stages, but it ended up showing up on a uh, 
simple blood test. So it's amazing that these things exist, and uh, hopefully they'll get into the uh, regular doctor's offices. But early detection is so important, just like with prostate cancer. Early detection and aggressive treatment is very important because many times a lot of these conditions are painless, and uh, we don't really feel anything. But, and and it really is important, doctor. It's so important to get to that. Listen, I'm from the Irish school. Uh, we don't want to know what's wrong with us. We stay away from doctors, which is the worst thing you can possibly do. My uh, wife and my daughter forced me, to, and my sister, who's a nurse, basically forced me to go to the doctor every year. And unfortunately, a lot of people out there, especially men, somehow they feel if they're not told about it, it's not going to hit them. And yet, so really, people like me have to be overcome. We have to be told we have to go. We have to get the checkups. Uh, and I'd say women are more reliable than men are on this. I don't know what your experience is, but men generally try to avoid going to the doctor. You know, in fact, my Irish relatives used to say, nobody ever died until they went to see the doctor. Well, that's because they went to the doctor just, you know, when the illness was so far gone. So I think, you know, your message is important to get it out to everyone and every community, male, female, and uh, especially in communities Absolutely. where diseases are more likely, certain illnesses are more likely in certain certain communities, if it's a diet or whatever. And there are options now that people can do if someone's absolutely afraid of a doctor. You can actually now go online to, for example, mylifeforce.com. You can get a blood test and get 43 biomarkers for $349, and they'll even come to your house. They'll draw your blood, and they'll give you all the results online. And if something comes out of the normal range, they tell you, and then you can go see a doctor. So even if you don't have insurance and you really don't feel you can afford to spend thousands of dollars on blood tests, there are inexpensive options now that, you know, you can actually do. Another one is Inside Tracker. They check about 80 biomarkers, and they'll even tell you your biological age, how young you are based on your blood work, which is pretty wild, and you don't even need a prescription, and you can do that online. And that's another option for those listeners out there who might be between jobs or not have health insurance right now. So there are inexpensive options to get at least, you know, your blood screening work. And someone the other day who listened to WABC came up to thank me because they uh, did it and they found out that they're a woman with testosterone elevation and, and abnormal lipids because there was something called polycystic ovarian disease. But if it wasn't for listening to WABC and going and getting that blood test, now she's getting the treatment that she needs and uh, she'll be okay. But this is a young 30-year-old who didn't have health insurance. So people do listen, and uh, there are options out there to uh, help now, people so they can be healthy. Dr. Peter, uh, uh, you know, you're usually on on Sundays on my show or, or the 5 o'clock show. This is, so this morning show is a completely different audience. You talk about so many other things. Uh, talk to us about uh, fasting. Well, fasting, it turns out that uh, intermittent fasting, when we were uh, – cavemen and cave women, we didn't have breakfast or refrigeration. So what we did was we went out and we had to hunt first. We gathered the food usually by noon or one. We wanted to get out of the sun, so we went back in the cave. We ate then. Then we took the leftovers out before it got dark so the animals would need us by six or seven. And then our gut rested for 16 hours. And that's intermittent fasting. And some of the studies, including one of the early studies that was done, which was pretty amazing, on rats for mice who were given 2,000 calories to pick at over a 24-hour period, and another set who were given the same 2,000 calories to eat it over a three-hour period. And the mice that ate in that three-hour period and let their gut rest for 21 hours, those mice lived 30% longer. 
And that seems to be translating into humans, too, that those people who eat less often and allow their guts to rest, because it turns out that our intestines are 80% of our immune system. And when our gut is resting, it's focusing on healing and going after what are called dead and dying senescent cells. They found that after about 15, 16 hours, that our T killer cells, which are the cells that go after cancer cells, they spike and they start going after cancer cells. And that there's even a place out in California, and they've just published data, and it's pretty impressive that some people with solid tumors who were in a, you know, doctor-supervised and controlled fasting situation, and their tumors shrank. Because it turns out that sugar and uh, carbohydrates, tumors love those things. So fasting in certain uh, religions, in Judaism, in Islam, and Christianity, turns out to be one of the best things that people can do. To it basically reset your body. And again, you're not, we're not talking about fasting for days and weeks. We're just talking about trying to eat between noon and eight. And recently, even Elon Musk tweeted about it, that he did it and lost 20 pounds. And uh, many of our friends uh, who it's helped. And uh, I, you know, watched it myself, you know, uh, how the lab started getting better and cholesterol starts coming down, the hemoglobin A1C, which is a measure of how your blood sugar has been doing starts coming down. So there's a lot of benefits, and it doesn't cost anything. Me, me to, and you uh, went on it about the same time. I think you started a couple months before me, and it's one, I think it's worked wonders for the two of us. Yeah, no, I think uh, you definitely have more energy uh, as well. See, what happens is people don't realize when you eat uh, carbohydrates in the morning and breakfast, your insulin kicks in, and then – your your blood sugar starts to drop and you feel tired and exhausted, you actually end up having more energy when you don't. Because when we were cavemen and cavewomen, we're genetically programmed for millions of years that we had to have energy and we had to go after in the morning when you don't eat, you have to, where do you go for food and energy? You go after the refrigerator that sits in our gut. And in our gut, we go after and start breaking down the fat. And that's our portable refrigerator sitting in our midsection Instead, if you put in fresh sugar and carbs in the morning, then your body says, oh, look, I've got fresh uh, sugar and glucose here, so I don't have to go after the refrigerator. I don't have to open my refrigerator in my gut to break down some of that fat. And that's really how it works. The other sensitive subject I talked to you about, uh, because uh, we talk about it at 5 o'clock, is uh, uh, I'm getting a lot of people coming to me and saying they're scared to get the next booster. There is fear out there, and do you think the fear is justified? Or, well, what is your gut? I, I know we always say that they should check with their own doctor, which they should. But Yeah, people uh, should you know, check with their own physician. Everybody's situation is different. For example, uh, a lot of patients, for example, who are immune compromised, when they get an injection, uh, let's say someone's on uh, anti-rejection drugs and they had a heart transplant, when they get the shot, they're not going to launch the same type of immune response to the vaccine. So there are other options. There's an IV called Evushield. There's an IV called Beltelmovir, which are ready-made antibodies. So your body doesn't have to launch an attack. So there are other options for certain high-risk people. In certain countries, they're analyzing the data. For example, in uh, some of the European countries, they're saying people 50 and under they're not really recommending shot because it's a risk benefit ratio. Every shot, even the flu shot has potential side effects, but you really have to sit and talk to your doctor and discuss the risk 
benefit ratio uh, if it's if it's right if it's right for you and uh, you know especially with the the children you know the data on the children now is coming out that you know is it is it really uh, going to help uh, you know are, are the comp- are the complications or potential side effects greater than the disease in a in a young kid so these things are all being looked at and studied right now and we we need more data because the problem is. As we know, with the annual flu vaccine, they're not tested on humans. They just update it based on the strain that they think will be out. And the same thing with the new COVID booster. It wasn't tested on humans, and they admitted it. They tested it only on mice. And the human testing basically started with people getting it about two weeks ago on Tuesday with the new uh, bivalent uh, vaccine. So I think high-risk individuals who are high-risk for going on to serious disease you know, should uh, be vaccinated after a discussion with their doctor, but some of the younger people, you know, it, it may it, it, it may or may not uh, be an option uh, that their doctors say whether they really need to get them. And doctors are, you know, divided on this. If you talk to clinicians, and the problem is that when when we have, for example, even the last administration, they had people who were uh, epidemiologists standing up there talking about COVID and. They weren't people who were actually treating COVID on the front lines, just like people made fun of hydroxychloroquine. And now this big study done by Chadwick Pedromos, who looked at every study in the world, found, yes, in those studies where people were already hospitalized, it was useless. But when they gave it the first few days, it did help block the cytokine storm and inflammation. But nobody's talking about that on the media, that just like Tamiflu, it doesn't work if you take it on day seven for flu, but it works if you take it the first three days. And even Ivermectin now, the Pasteur Institute, which is one of the most prestigious uh, places in the world, found in the animal model that it blocked inflammation because you don't die from the virus. You die from your own body attacking it, causing the cytokine storm and inflammation in your lungs. So the Pasteur Institute study is very interesting because it's going to open up other uh, research, and they're wondering why people in Africa who take ivermectin regularly for parasite disease weren't dying from COVID. And now the Pasteur Institute is saying, well, it doesn't block viral replication, but it does block the inflammation. So we're we're learning a lot. And a lot of things that people were calling fake news, for example, now it's turning out that, okay, maybe that's not exactly, you know, fake news. So there are things happening. There more research needs to be done. Testing will be done on humans, and we're learning, just like the vitamin D level. You know, we learned that people with lower vitamin D levels didn't fare as well. Just like we learned the other day with the Nobel Prize winner that it turns out that there's actually a gene for how you're going to respond to COVID. And people who inherited something called the Neanderthal gene, and those Neanderthals are extinct extinct because it turns out that there's a gene on chromosome 3 that doesn't allow you to fight off infections. And so, so if you have a, a Neanderthal gene, what percentage of the Europeans that, or, or the Asians have Neanderthal genes left? 16% <clears throat> of people from Europe have the Neanderthal gene that affects the immune system and the ability to fight off lung and respiratory infections. And so so those 16% are more susceptible to dying of COVID than anybody else. 
Absolutely. And also they found type O blood people were more resistant to getting COVID on another uh, chromosome. So we have a Dr. Mihalos, we'll have you on again. Thank you so much. We got a break coming up and uh, thank you so much for keeping us informed. Let's go to that break. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 